What's up, guys? Thank you so much for tuning into This Week in Mediocrity. I am your mediocre host, Chris. have a whole slew of stuff to talk about on today's episode. This one may be a little long. I'm not sure how it's going to turn out. And I might get a little political, I think, for the first time. Even though I said it wasn't the place, this, this kind of affects gaming a lot. There's a couple things that affect gaming that I really want to talk about that really grinded my fucking gears this week, and I feel the need to talk about it. So without further ado, let's get into the mediocrity. First up in gaming news is some absolute fuckery. I'm going to get into this calmly, even though it's going to make me pretty upset. And it may make you upset too. If you're an avid gamer and a listener that appreciates games, um, you will be just as upset at this. It's ridiculous what they're what they're trying to push here okay so in pennsylvania they seem to think that violent video games are the reason why kids commit school shootings it's not lack of parenting it's not lack of the school taking action at bullying it's not the state of mental health in this country People go undiagnosed. People can't afford it because insurance is absolutely through the roof and fucking ridiculous. It's none of those. It's uh, it's video games, guys. The state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> this is fucked. If you live in Pennsylvania and you're a listener, I'm sorry because this may affect you. And honestly, if this if this gets passed, it could affect everybody eventually because all it takes is one small step for something like this to just explode and everybody else, you know, follows suit. So in Pennsylvania, they're trying to push a violent video game tax. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, they are going to add extra tax on violent video games. Video games, I'm assuming, that are rated M, which is 18 and up anyway. So, realistically, a kid in, you know, K through 12 shouldn't be playing anyway, by the rules, I suppose. Which I know a lot of people don't follow those rules, because I didn't follow those rules growing up. I mean, my parents wouldn't let me play Grand Theft Auto for a long time, or even watch South Park, and... I don't know why, because I'm still a foul-mouthed fucking moron. So none of that helped, Mom and Dad, sorry. But I also knew that that was just, like, not... That wasn't real-life stuff. I knew that I wasn't going to go outside, steal a car, and run people over on the sidewalk, even though it was fun as fuck to do in Grand Theft Auto, and I was never going to do that in real life. So like I said, it's a combination of the lack of parenting actually it's it's 100% lack of parenting cuz if you are one of the, you know if you have a child and you let them play games like Fortnite that's understandable because there's no blood in Fortnite the guns look cartoony uh, there's not really violent deaths in Fortnite we're not talking Mortal Kombat here or Hitman or you know Call of Duty nothing like that even though there are kids that play Call of Duty as well which that's not a big deal that's not a big deal to me as long as you are a fucking parent about it and talk to your child and let them know that this is not a real thing that's happening to anybody. You need to pull them down to reality once in a while. And that's with any child, with anything. And I think this is this is absolute horseshit that they're trying to push this fucking garbage because this is a tale as old as time, guys. If if you, you uh, some of you may not know that the um the rating system, the MSRB uh in America started with Mortal Kombat because people saw that and it was like the first time other than um, Doom where you saw like blood and like real actual awesome hardcore violence and the reason it took off so fast in the 90s is because it was it was in it was originally an arcade cabinet so kids go to the arcade 
more than they stay at home on their computers and play Doom in the 90s. And that's where it caught the attention of a lot of lawmakers and parents. This has been going on for years and years and years. And every time there is some kind of violent shooting or somebody goes on a stabbing rampage or just any kind of violence that is like, you know, that involves a child or a teenager doing it, they always try to come back to the it's the video games or it's the music or it's TV and movies. And what I want to know is where these lawmakers are getting their history because people fucking murdered each other (laughs) thousands of years in way worse ways before video games were even a fucking thought in anybody's minds before television was even a fucking thing before radio people were murdering each other and committing mass you know mass murderings and and shit like that before any of this shit so obviously these these lawmakers don't know shit about anything like that because they just automatically assume it's video games now don't get me wrong i know there are people out there that don't have an anchor to reality it's because that's the way they were born their brain is different and this may affect maybe maybe like 0.1% of people they see it happen in a game and they want to fucking do it in real life that's 0.1% and that's, that's being pretty lenient. It could be less than that. It could be like 0.900 zeros and a 1%. So Republican State Representative Chris Quinn, you can go fuck yourself. You're a dumb fucking idiot. Do some research. Why not pass a couple fucking bills in your state that help people get health care for mental health or some other shit like that? Why, why are you wasting your time on a video game? You fucking pussy. Fucking joke. Anyway, now I got some actual video, some real video game news. There was a lot of announcements this week. Squaresoft, oh, I almost said Squaresoft. That's been a minute. Wow, wowzers. Square Enix, or Enix, whichever way you pronounce it. I don't give a fuck how you pronounce it. Don't, I don't care. They recently trademarked the names Final Fantasy Adventure, Mystic Quest, and Secret of Mana in Europe. And now they trademarked Final Fantasy Adventure and Secret of Mana in the USA as well. Um, These new trademarks could definitely very well mean that a collection is coming to North America of the three games. And with with Square just dropping every fucking Final Fantasy game recently, that's that's I guess this is going to be a big chunky Square segment. Uh, they just announced that they're releasing Final Fantasy 7 and 9 on the Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. Xbox One and, I mean, Switch, they had already announced that 10 and 10 2 were coming to Switch, HD Remastered, but now we're getting it on Xbox One. Uh, Xbox One is getting the Final Fantasy 12 remaster. So they're they're going pretty hard with their, they're, they're taking advantage. Finally, fucking finally, it's happening. So I'm, ass- I'm going to assume that they're going to release uh, Final Fantasy Adventure, Mystic Quest, and Secret of Mana on the Xbox One and the Switch. I feel like that's coming soon, because they had a Secret of Mana remake uh, not too long ago. I think it was a couple years ago for PS4 and uh, the Switch. Maybe it was last year. Anyway, and another thing for Square, another trademark popped up. Uh, right now, it's only in the UK, but it's for Parasite Eve. <sighs> Man, Parasite Eve. That game was really something back on the original PlayStation. There hasn't there hasn't been a good Parasite Eve game in a long time. Parasite E2 came out on PS1 in 99, and there wasn't a a third installment until 2010 on the fucking PSP. Let's be honest, who really enjoyed the PSP? Hmm. 
I mean, there there was a, there's a couple Kingdom Hearts games on there. Nothing too outstanding. So hopefully we get an actual Parasite Eve on an actual console. By now it had been 20 years, which is crazy. I mean, we've seen we've seen crazier things. So let's keep our fingers crossed there. It'd be awesome to see a new Parasite. Are you kidding me? I swear to God, somehow, in some way, I don't know if it's just fate, but I always had to talk about Fortnite for some reason, and it's really getting on my fucking nerves. Hopefully, it's killed off within the next few months, because Apex is just fucking killing it. So we'll hope for that. But I, I have to talk about this, because, I don't know, it's kind of like a put-yourself-in-this-situation type of situation. So let's just dive into this real quick. Uh, there's a 29-year-old gym teacher in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, he was fired for playing Fortnite with students. Okay, well, the, the, I guess the stipulation was uh, he shared his Xbox Live gamer tag with the kids and promised to play Fortnite with them if they did well in their classes. I mean, everybody has a favorite teacher growing up, right? I know I had a favorite teacher. If I had, if my teacher was like, "Yo, if you do good in your classes, then we'll fucking." I'll, we'll play Super Smash Bros. I'll, I'll, you, you know, I'll come over to your house with your parents and we'll play Super Smash Bros. or something like that. I don't think that that's inappropriate. Personally, I need to I need to reach out and ask you guys because I don't have a I don't have a child. I do have a little sister. She's six. I guess I guess it's kind of like a like a male or female thing. I don't know. But here's the thing: he only played 20 minutes with the kids, uh, and there was there was only two two kids. They were 11 and 12. They did well in his class, and he held up at his, his end of the bargain and played 20 minutes of Fortnite with them. This was March of last year. Wow, this is just not breaking news, huh? Hmm, well. Uh, he said, and I quote, As a teacher, you reach out the best you can. These kids talk about video games all day. If you can get this work done, maybe I'll play against you. That's what he said to the kids. I mean, that's encouragement. He's doing what, what a teacher does. You know what I'm saying? He's giving you that push. And it was only two kids. They don't say the sexes of the children, because I don't think they're allowed to, because it's they're underage. But regardless, he got these kids to do something in school that was good, and only played 20 minutes, which is, honestly, if they do well enough, that's one game. He was legitimately fired for this. Investigators came to the conclusion that he, and I quote, engaged in inappropriate internet conduct by playing Fortnite with his students. I don't agree with that. I don't think if I was in a teacher, I would play video games with kids like that because this is the type of shit that would happen. He was reaching out to the kids, said, hey, look, guys, if you actually bust your ass and get your shit done and get a better grade, we'll fucking, we'll squat up for one game. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. That's encouragement for these kids to do better. He wanted these kids to do better. And he gets fucking fired for it? I don't agree with that at all. I think that's horseshit. So I want to know what you guys think. You know, leave me a comment or something. Would you or would you not let your kid play Fortnite with a teacher? You know, and, and this obviously was just one game. So just one one game. One squad up. Let's fucking where we dropping boys game of Fortnite. Would you let them do it? I gotta know. Next up, I guess this could get a little political as well. Man, I'm really fucking, I'm dropping the fucking ball today, guys. But I gotta say something about this because I don't, I don't understand, I don't understand this at all. Obviously, Jump Force came out this week. The Shonen Jump mashup of, like, One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto. They have My Hero Academia is in it. Um, there's just so many characters. Like, I can't even think of any. There's characters from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. There's characters from Saint Saya. There's a lot of characters from a lot of different anime. Bleach. I could go on. Anyway. Um, each character has an interactment with the other. 
even if they aren't from the same anime. It's actually really cool because uh, you get interactions that you would never normally see on screen or even in a manga. So there's an interaction between uh, Izuku Midoriya, aka Deku, from My Hero Academia. He's the main character. He's got the green hair. People who know the anime know what I'm know who I'm talking about. I'm just trying to be a little thorough here. So cut me some slack. Uh, and there's an interaction between Izuku Midoriya and Piccolo, which a lot of people know who is from Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball, I should say. Uh, it says, fans worried that Midoriya just might be racist. Now, this is a real fucking thing that people are talking about, and I really cannot believe it. When Midoriya meets Piccolo, his interaction says, A villain. I have to protect everyone. Piccolo's only response is, I'm no villain, I'm a Namekian. That's the whole interaction, people. That's the whole interaction. That's it. For whatever fucking reason, this interaction got the most attention out of any interaction because, I'm going to say this in quotes, fans are concerned that Midoriya is judging one of the few characters with a different skin color as a villain right away. (laughs) Come on, dude. You have to be fucking kidding me. Fans of Piccolo in particular are angry that the subtitles for the moment seem to indicate not only a judgmental view on Midoriya's part, but the fact that it also ignores much of Piccolo's redemption arc in his series. Okay, how the fuck is Midoriya supposed to know that Piccolo made a complete 180 and is a is a good guy now? How, how is he supposed to know that? He's from a different fucking universe, completely. Honestly, if Piccolo was a villain before... Everybody knows he was. He hasn't changed his outfit at all since he was a villain, so he has the same fucking villain clothes on. We have little Midoriya, who's like fucking, what, 14 or 15? And he's like, holy shit, it's a villain, because Piccolo looks like a fucking villain. He assumed he was a villain. Give me a fucking break. I'm sorry, but if you think that Midoriya is racist because he just assumed Piccolo was a villain, because Piccolo's skin color is green... You, you need to reevaluate yourself a little bit because I think you're taking shit a little too seriously. When I saw that headline, I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. You can, you gotta be kidding me. Little quick Blizzard update here. It looks like they have no major frontline releases for 2019 planned, which is fucked. They just laid off like 800 employees between them and Activision. Uh, Heroes of the Storm is not getting any more updates, which that is their... Their MOBA game, which is a multi multiplayer online battle arena like Dota 2 or League of Legends. If you don't know what any of that is, I'm probably speaking French to you. Sorry. So they they stopped. They they cut most of the team. What they said was they cut most of the team from Heroes of the Storm to focus on other projects. Which I get. Heroes of the Storm was a dying game. It was a lot of fun. I really only played it to get the the exclusive Overwatch skins that they had in there for a while. That was and I, and I ended up getting hooked on it. I played it for like months, just like every day. But they cut the team on that, which means they weren't doing any more updates. They cut they cut the team on that to focus on other projects. And then, just the other day, Blizzard and Activision were like, "Hey, yo, layoff, eight hundred people. See ya." So like, what are they doing? And they have no frontline releases planned for this year. Oh, can't wait to play Diablo Immortal on my fucking mobile device. <laughs> no, like, what are they gonna do? Rumors are they're hiring for Diablo project, but that could be anything at this point. Who fucking knows? We went, everybody was, everybody went into BlizzCon in November thinking they were going to announce a new Diablo and they gave us a fucking mobile game. So who knows what they're going to do? The only thing that was awesome that came out of BlizzCon 
was the World of Warcraft, not World of Warcraft, I'm sorry, was the Warcraft 3 remaster, which that's coming out soon, I believe, and I'm not sure on the release date, but I'm definitely going to be picking that one up for sure. So just a little quick Blizzard update, they're cucks, they fired a bunch of people, they have no frontline releases planned for this year, and they're basically a fucking failing company at this point. Got a lot of Nintendo news, some of you may know that the Nintendo Direct was this week, and Nintendo Direct is basically <laughs> Nintendo's little E3, where they just go fucking hard with everything. So they announced Super Mario Maker 2. Um, it's coming in June. Mario Maker's awesome. It's Some of the levels people make are absolutely fucking insane. And the thing I like about Mario Maker is if you make a hard-ass level just to be an asshole, you have to pass that level yourself before it gets posted online for other people to try. Um, new DLC for Captain Toad Treasure Tracker is on its way. Uh, there's going to be a co-op mode. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, that is Switch exclusive. These are all Switch exclusive, which is... A lot of people were up in arms about Marvel Ultimate Alliance being Switch exclusive, but you know what? I mean, they gotta do what they gotta do, right? Switch is killing it. They're gonna keep killing it. Goddamn Nintendo, finally. Uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, that's coming in the summer, and that is not a Switch exclusive. That is the, um, that's the Castlevania spiritual successor. There's a lot of people that worked on Symphony of the Night that work on that game including um, the people who did the music for it. So that's going to be fucking great to actually be able to play. They announced that fucking Kickstarter like three or four years ago. I cannot believe it's finally coming out. Um, the Assassin's Creed 3 remaster I already talked about. It's on. It's coming to the Switch as well. I said last week it was coming to Xbox One and PS4, but it looks like it's getting a Switch release too. Yoshi's Crafted World is coming. Um, I'm pretty sure that's a sequel to Wooly World. I didn't play it, but it got... It was critically acclaimed. I mean, anything Nintendo puts out that's part of, like, the big three, you know, fucking Mario, uh, Zelda, or Pokemon, it just does so good. It doesn't matter what it is. It just does good. Uh, they announced another Fire Emblem game, Fire Emblem Three Houses. That's coming this year. Oh, actually, all these games are coming this year. I don't know why I'm saying... I don't know. There's just... There aren't exact dates on here, but they are all coming this year. I already said uh, Final Fantasy 7 and 9. They're not showing my boy Squall any fucking love on anywhere. Where's Final Fantasy 8? Uh, it outsold Final Fantasy 9. You can check the stats on that if you want. So stop fucking playing around like it didn't. 9 is fantastic. I agree. 7 is amazing, yes. But 8 does not get the credit it deserves. Gunblade? They need to start treating 8 with fucking respect. Oh, actually, real quick. Tetris 99. It's, this is a crazy concept. And I definitely want to check it out. It's a Tetris Battle Royale game. I'm not sure how it's going to play out, but it's Tetris with, 90, with 99 people. I think whoever clears clears the lines the fastest, I don't know. I it, it's, it, it's an interesting concept. It's a very different take on the Battle Royale genre. And last but not least, they announced a Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening remaster for the Switch. Holy fuck. Link's Awakening on the fucking Game Boy is one of the most underrated handheld titles there are. It may even be the most underrated because a lot of people like Link's Awakening. I think my favorite handheld is Minish Cap. A lot of other people's are the Oracle games, Seasons and Ages, and then there's Link's Awakening. And then there was Link's Awakening DX. But this is an abs this is just a complete rework and remake from the ground up. It looks exactly like, like the playstyle is going to be exactly like the handheld, but it's just beautiful. And it's on the Switch. That's so cool, man. Nintendo knows, dude. They know when, they know how to be super lazy. <laughs> 
not saying that remaking a game from the ground up is lazy, but I mean, it's an overhead platformer. It's not, you know, the the hardest type of game to make for the people that are experienced at Nintendo. But they know that when they want to fund something else, Zelda remaster. (laughs) Like, that's just how they do it. They remastered fucking Wind Waker, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Twilight Princess... All those games got remasters, and now this is getting one. Now, where? let me ask, where's the Skyward Sword remaster? Because that's one of my favorite Zelda games of all time. And that is a controversial opinion, because a lot of, not a lot of people like it. Because it was on Wii, and there was, like, motion controls for the sword and shit. I get that. Just release it without that. People will play the absolute fuck out of it. I didn't mind the controls, but it was a gripe with a lot of people. But yeah, like I said, you want to <laughs> fund something else at Nintendo? releases all the remaster and that's it's what they're doing on top of all the other shit coming out this year crazy amounts of shit on switch i need to get my ass in gear and give myself a fucking switch um on top of that there was a Yu-Gi-Oh game announced as well for the switch it didn't get a lot of attention because it's not like breathtaking but it's called Legacy of Duelist Link Evolution. Right now, there's not a lot of details on the project, but it was announced. I don't know about you, but I love me some fucking Yu-Gi-Oh games. They're so much fun, especially Dark Duel Stories on Game Boy Color and Forbidden Memories on PS1. Those are two of the fucking goats of the Yu-Gi-Oh games, for sure. On top of all the game announcements, we got some Amiibo announcements, too. I'm not sure... If anybody still collects Amiibos, I know I don't personally, but I know people like to know about them. They're pretty awesome. They're all Smash-oriented. There's a new Snake Amiibo, Simon from Castlevania, Young Link, Ken, Daisy, and the uh, it's a three-pack of Pokemon Trainer, Squirtle, and Ivysaur. All that was announced as well. That's really... Man, these Pokemon ones look great. I might actually just buy those ones just to have them. So that's it for Nintendo news. That was a lot of Nintendo stuff going on there. Game Rant reports that Ubisoft, or Ubisoft, however you want to pronounce it, like I said, I don't fucking care. I say Ubi. Uh, they're releasing three to four AAA games between April 2019 and March 2020. One of those games has already been confirmed. It's called Skull and Bones. It's an open world pirate game. I had no idea that that was a thing. Holy shit, that sounds great. Wow. They might actually do what Sea of Thieves was trying to do. Let's be honest, Ubisoft makes good games and Ubisoft makes bad games, but one thing that Ubisoft is good at is an open world, because Ghost Recon Wildlands is fucking fantastic. I still play that game to this day. So here's what I'm personally hoping for. Can we see a new Splinter Cell? Because it's been way too fucking long since we had a Splinter Cell game. I want to say the last one was on 360, for fuck's sake. I'm pretty sure one of them is going to be Watch Dogs 3, I'm sure. But I really want another Splinter Cell game. Like, so bad. And hell, maybe even a Ghost Recon Wildlands 2. I fucking, like I said, I'm just being biased here. I love that game so much. To see a sequel would be great. I mean, they're still putting out content for it to this day. And it's been out for like two years. But still, to see a sequel to that or maybe like another expansion would be awesome. Like a Far Cry New Dawn type thing where they just added like a... It's like a whole other game, but kind of like an expansion. That's why it's only 40 bucks. That'd be pretty awesome to see, but... Splinter Cell for sure is at the top of the list, and I'm hoping they release. Okay, I got a lot of Apex Legends news again. This game seems to be on fire right now. This one is a little fucking absurd. A lot of fucking absurd. So, because you can choose male or female characters in Apex Legends, this 
person, not sure if it's a male or a female, rated the game somewhere. I'm not sure where they rated it because it's just a screenshot. And this could very well be somebody just being a fucking troll. But a lot of places picked it up and are reporting on it. So I'm going to report on it too because if it's true, then what the fuck is going on with people? This was the review this person gave. For a one-star review, my son has been playing this game recently. There's only one problem. He keeps using the female characters. I think this game is turning my son transsexual. I am not the only one. My Facebook group is having the same problem in this game and others. I normally pick female characters. It's just something that I do. I mean, I'm a male. Why would I want to pick a fucking male character? And to be honest, the, the female healing chick in Apex Legends, she's fucking great. She's like essential to the squad. Always essential to the squad. I just got Crackdown 3 and I picked the fucking Asian bitch to be. Why? I don't know. Her hair was cool. I picked her instead. When I when I play Overwatch, if I'm not using Junkrat, I'm using Mercy or D.Va. I mean, I don't understand. It's not making me turn into a transsexual or want to be transsexual. I don't... Like I said, this could very well be a troll. Because, I mean, people are... People just do this shit all the time. I bet somebody on 4chan was like, let's let's fucking smash Apex Legends because the fucking normie cucks play it. And they, they made some shit up. Let's not forget that 4chan is behind the reason why Pepe the Frog is now a hate symbol. <laughs> they have the power to do some shit like this. So, I mean, this very well may be a troll. But I still had to bring it up nonetheless in case anybody saw it going around and wanted to maybe hear my opinion on it. If it's true... This parent is absolutely fucking retarded and should have never had children in the first place. Moving on. I wasn't going to talk about this because the absurdity level of this, I don't even want to call it article, is over 9,000. I want to talk about this dumb fucking bitch over at Kotaku, which is one of the most cancerous sites on the fucking internet. She is an, she, she's an African-American woman, and she says in this Kotaku article i'm gonna quote this quote loading up apex legends for the first time i saw two black women as playable characters end quote now she for some reason has a problem with this i don't i don't understand the problem anyway quote it was a strange and arresting feeling to see them i'm still trying to understand my feelings about it end quote what feelings like, you're excited because you're being represented in a fucking video game? Isn't that what, what you know, people want all along to be represented in these video games? And that's why they do this? They pander to you and now they're pandering and it's not enough? Quote, I'm usually quite wary of falling into what my coworker Riley McLeod calls the diversity trap. Which is to say, giving a game a lot of credit simply for doing the bare minimum. I know that most companies are in the business of making money. While having a diverse cast may meet some altruistic goals... It also could open up the appeal of that media to product more people who will spend money on it. No fucking shit. No shit. That's why they do it. Listen, now if Apex Legends would have released with an all-white male cast, you know, you want to, you want to, there would be fucking fires in the streets of the internet, not in real life, of the internet. I don't understand the fucking problem. Then she goes on to say, quote, Still, the game has a diverse cast, and you can tell from first glance. Okay, that's that's fine. That's the, I mean, isn't that like, isn't that what all the gamers in quotations want nowadays? Is all this retarded shit thrown into a fucking game for no reason? 
She goes on to say, There's a character who is a Pacific Islander, multiple women, men of varying races and body shapes, and, in an achievement that few games can boast, there are two black women. In fact, you have to play as one of them in the tutorial mission, during which you go through the basic moves of support character lifeline. As soon as I completed that mission, I went and queued up for a game. I then selected the, the other black woman, the rough and tumble soldier of Bangalore. I don't know why any of this is fucking relevant to your stupid fucking article, you dumb bitch. Anyway, quote, click Overwatch. The stated backstories of these characters don't matter much when you're actually in the fray. Bloodhound, who has been confirmed by the developers to be non-binary, doesn't say, I don't fit into the binary definition of gender when they kill someone. Nor does Geralter whom the developers have said is gay. Gibraltar is the big tank um, Pacific Islander guy. Nor does Gibraltar, whom the developers have said is gay, talk about how, how he is gay while you play as him. Still, there's something nice about a game where I can run into other players who have chosen a character who isn't a white, straight, cis male. So, because Gibraltar doesn't run around the battlefield saying, oh, I'm a big Pacific Islander fat fuck, I love sucking dick and cock and balls, I love it all. <laughs> Do you have a you have a problem with that? I don't. What? Why? Why? That has nothing to do with the game, the mechanics, none of it. Why do you fucking care that it's not there? The developers say he's gay. He's fucking gay. Big deal. And with the whole cis white male shit, fuck you. Literally, fuck you. You you are fucking playing this game because it's popular right now and it's on the rise, and you wanted some dumb fucking bullshit article to write about. To get people talking. And you made yourself look like a dumb fucking bitch, Jita Jackson. Never fucking write again, ignorant fucking bitch. On a brighter note for Apex Legends and the last in gaming news, uh, it got 25 million players in its first week, breaking lots of records. And I bet more than 20 million of those were cis white males. Ugh. Next up is the entertainment segment of the show. For whatever fucking reason, because Disney's on a live-action suck-my-ass fucking movie kick. There's talks of a live-action Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, first of all, who the fuck is asking for that? Literally fucking no one? Because everybody that I know that is obsessed with Nightmare Before Christmas is screaming, please don't fucking do this. Please do not. Nobody's literally, nobody's asking for this. Well, I mean, what would they do? Would they, would they make a, a bone suit? And just have somebody walk around and fuck a skeleton bones. Because if you make it CGI, it's not live action. That's not what live action means. Did you forget? I think a lot of people forgot. Everybody's like, oh my god, live action Lion King. <laughs> well, it's not live action. It's fucking all CGI. Now Aladdin, live action. CGI Tiger maybe. And don't even get me started on that fucking genie. Holy shit. Awful, terrible, fucking absolutely trash, disgusting CGI that was the genie in the live action Aladdin trailer is enough to make me want to fucking kill myself. Not really, but still. Fucking awful. I don't... It haunts me in my dreams still. People want to say the Pokemon and Detective Pikachu look fucking weird. That genie looks like it'll fucking snap your neck and eat your fucking throat. It's terrifying looking. And it's Will Smith. It's literally Will Smith acting as Will Smith in a shitty cosplay of the fucking genie from Aladdin. It's terrible. So a live action Nightmare Before Christmas is a fucking bad idea. Uh, Jared Leto's Joker follow-up movies have been shelved. Duh. We all knew that was going to happen. I'm not sure. I think he might have had a solo movie in the works and also a Joker and Harley Quinn movie. Those are no more. Lucky for him, because he got slammed on being such a shitty Joker. 
So hopefully uh, he learned his lesson there. The Black Widow movie uh, is going to be a prequel to the first Iron Man taking place in the years 2005-2006. Right now it has a working title, Black Widow Blue Bayou. Why? I don't fucking know. I mean, maybe it's just like, that's the subtitle now to trick people because Captain America Civil Wars was Serpent Society for a long time. Uh, Maybe maybe they'll change it. Hopefully. Uh, And it's going to start filming this June. So chances are it's going to be out um, for the summer next year, probably. I'm guessing. I'm guessing it'll be a summer blockbuster 2020. Or actually, and you know what? It may even be uh, next year's November Marvel movie. They haven't had one of those in a little bit. So maybe we'll see one of those. Nickelodeon has announced the return of all that. Yes, boys and girls. Our childhood is going to come back and probably be terrible. There is some hope, though. Because Keenan Thompson of Keenan and Kel fame, and he's on Saturday Night Live as well. He's pretty funny. He's a good, good dude. He's got a big hand in casting who's going to be uh, and all that. So hopefully he'll be behind uh, some of the directing and writing as well. Because he, if anybody is, is on board, is going to know what people want because he was a part of it so many years ago. So hopefully we'll get a good all that and not just... A quick cash grab shit show reboot, which is what happens all the fucking time. They're also rebooting Are You Afraid of the Dark, which you can't really fuck up. That's just scary stories, right? I mean, basically. Um, there's plans for some SpongeBob spinoff shows. Why? Maybe because the creator died last last year and now they can do that. And because before he probably didn't want them to do that because who the fuck wants SpongeBob spinoff shows? Nobody knows what those spinoff shows are going to be about yet, but they are planned apparently. So Nickelodeon coming out with the fucking... With a bunch of shit, huh? Trying to win back, trying to capitalize on that nostalgia high all us 90, all us 90s babies want. It's like we live in such a shit world right now. We're like, man, we want our childhood back. And Nickelodeon's like, oh, you want your childhood back? All right, here it is. Reboots are never good, guys. There's very rare, very rare times when they're good. I hope all that turns out okay. Funko just announced a shitload of pop vinyls. Way too many to talk about, but the ones that caught my eye were Jaws, The Office, holy fuck, The Office, dude. Dude, the Kevin, the Kevin Office pop, he's got his pot of chili. It's amazing. There's two gym pops. One is his Halloween costume where he's got the name tag on, and the other one's his Halloween costume where he writes a book on his face for Facebook. They got Pam in her normal reception outfit. Uh, Michael holding World's Best Boss mug. Casual Michael, which is when he when he... Wears a white shirt and rolls his sleeves up and he's talking to the guys in the warehouse about being men. They got that, Michael. They got Dwight doing a really funny pose, showing off his fucking flip phone cell phone clip on his belt. <laughs> and they uh, they got Toby when uh, Michael gives him a rock, tells him to go suck it or suck on this uh, when Toby goes away to Costa Rica. They got that. And then they got Daryl with a clipboard. I think my favorite, I think I'm definitely going to get Kevin because he'll go well with the other pop they announced, Post Malone. So I'll have Kevin Malone and Post Malone. I'm going to get them both. I mean, I'm not. I'm going to get every single fucking office one, obviously, but I'm going to put Kevin Malone next to Post Malone because that's where he belongs. <laughs> where he belongs there. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But yeah, that's awesome, man. I love seeing office, any kind of office memorabilia. Like, I want it all. So I wanted to talk about this real quick. Uh, it's Ellen Page versus Chris Pratt. I'm not sure if anybody's been really keeping up on this. But I have because it's just been absolutely ridiculous. This should never have even been discussed by anybody. But it was. Because, never mind, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get political. Anyway, for those of you who don't know, Ellen Page is a lesbian. She is part of the LGBTQ. 
And, and for those of who, you who don't know, Chris Pratt is super fucking religious and always posts about God and the Bible and all kinds of shit like that. And that's fine. Two separate worlds, right? That's fine. People can live the way they want to live. Who cares, right? Well, Ellen Page took it upon herself to talk shit about Chris Pratt because he attends a church that is anti-LGBTQ. Now, the reason why she said this is because the church that Chris Pratt attends, openly attends, uh, two of the executives for the church made homophobic comments back in 2015. Uh, They said homosexuality is a sin. And you know what? That's their belief, guys. You don't have to fucking like it or believe it. Believe in it too. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to... You don't have to... You can just do you. Stay out of other people's fucking business. And because... Because he openly attends this church, that doesn't make him the same as these fucking assholes. You know what I'm saying? So why would she go and attack Chris Pratt? Because she has nothing else going on. Oh, how am I going to stay relevant? Oh, I'll, I'll attack one of the biggest fucking movie stars in the world right now. And because Chris Pratt is such a fucking good guy, he responded, My faith is important to me, but no church defines me or my life, and I am not a spokesperson for any church or group of people. My values define who I am. We need less hate in this world, not more. I'm a man who believes that everyone is entitled to love who they want free from the judgment of their fellow man. He also says that the church that he goes to is... A church that opens their doors to absolutely anyone. So Ellen Page is being a fucking dumb bitch, going out of her way trying to start shit with Chris Pratt and slander him because he goes to a church that two assholes before said homophobic comments about, two executive assholes for the church. Just because they said that doesn't mean that's the entire fucking church. I fucking hate religion. Trust me, a lot of people who know me know that. But I'm sticking up for this one because this is ridiculous. Just because somebody goes to a church doesn't mean they have the same fucking values as the people in the church. Man, I'm, uh, you can't see me, but I'm rolling my eyes so fucking hard right now, I'm basically swallowing them. You know, I was I was really... The Umbrella Academy that's coming out on Netflix looks awesome. And then I seen Ellen Page was in it, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck her, dude. I'm not going to support that. Looks cool, but she's in it. She's being a dumbass. Fuck her. Listen... I don't care if you're part of the LGBTQ. I don't care if you're fucking liberal. I don't care if you're conservative. I don't care if you're religious. I don't care if you're not religious. All I care about is, is if you're a good person. Because that's all that matters. If you're a part of any of those and you're a fucking asshole, fuck you. No one likes a fucking asshole, Ellen Page. And you, for calling out Chris Pratt, you're an asshole for that. So congratulations, you made asshole of the fucking week. Everybody knows I'd like to end the entertainment segment with a MCU movie countdown. Captain Marvel, 20 days. Avengers Endgame, 69 days. Spider-Man Far From Home, 139 days. These movies cannot come out any sooner. We're getting close. We're getting so close. Also, Avengers Endgame, 69 days. Not a lot went down on social media this week that really caught my eye anyway. Because, you know, this show isn't about everything that happens in the week that pertains to the shit I talk about. This is shit that I find interesting that I feel like you guys might find interesting. You know, just some shit or whatever. Spotify is going to suspend accounts if it catches you using an ad blocker. Oh, but Chris, I pay for the premium. I didn't, so this doesn't pertain to you. I don't give a fuck you pay for the premium. I don't. I listen to Spotify normally on my computer and I listen to it on the web browser, which for those of you are listening and you're at work and you try to listen to Spotify while you work and your company's computers don't let you download any software or programs, which a lot don't. If you just Google Spotify web player and log into it using your Facebook, you can play Spotify right from your web browser without downloading Spotify onto the computer. It's a nice little life hack. Try it out. That's what I do. 
because I need as much room in my computer as possible for this podcast, Nikki's podcast, the games I have on here, any little bit of space that I can get, I'm going to take. So I use Spotify in the web browser. I also have ad blocker because ads are fucking AIDS and cancerous. There are a couple exceptions. When I watch my favorite YouTubers' YouTube videos, I do turn ad blocker off so they get the revenue. Other than that, fuck all ads. And that includes Spotify ads because they're so obnoxious. They're the fucking cringiest, dumbest fucking ads ever. So of course, when I'm fucking making making some graphics for somebody and I'm jamming to something on Spotify, I have ad blocker on because who wants to hear that cringe shit? But now if they catch you using ad blocker, they're, they're going to suspend your account. It's going into effect March 1st. That is seriously ridiculous. According to new rules, quote, circumventing or blocking advertisements as well as creating or distributing tools designed to block advertisements is now prohibited. The news comes not long after Spotify revealed last year that I believe more than 2 million users of its free service had blocked ads. So what? So what, dude? I watch Hulu on my web browser and the CW on my web browser, ad blocker. It works like a charm. And if you wanted to, you can actually stream Hulu from your computer to your Chromecast or if you have a smart TV with ad blocker on and you don't get any commercials. It's another life hack. Fuck ads, people. Fuck ads. Netflix has me spoiled. Ad blocker on Chrome has me spoiled. Fuck ads and fuck Spotify for this. So I know how I talked about PewDiePie playing Fortnite to beat T-Series and he beat a bunch of records. He, this week he, he played Roblox. It was pretty fucking hilarious. But unfortunately, for whatever reason, he got banned from Roblox for life. And one of the staff at Roblox said, PewDiePie is no longer permitted on Roblox due to his content redirecting to unsafe and inappropriate sites slash channels, as well as continued inappropriate behavior that will not be permitted on Roblox on his own channel. Somebody on Twitter said, Rope at Roblox might want to loosen up their friend. Banning PewDiePie is totally unnecessary. Definitely leaves a bad impression to the Roblox community. You're supposed to leverage influencers. Moderation obviously didn't talk this over with marketing, lol. So, I mean, he only, he did this because, you know, just to raise awareness to beat T-Series in the, the sub battle that he's that's still going on to this day. It says linked websites are, are not under our control and we are not responsible for their content. In their own TOS it says that. So why the fuck would they ban him? And he, it's not like he had any links and anything. He was live streaming it. He didn't he didn't link he didn't outsource any links to anything. I think they're just doing this because of all the controversy that PewDiePie has had the last couple of years. And that's I'm not gonna talk about that controversy because it's it's old news. But people like to bring up old news all the time, and I think that's what this is. And frankly, I think it's it's bullshit. <laughs> but whatever, he only played it once, that's all I needed to play it, right? I mean fuck that. Fuck Roblox. I've literally never played it in my life or had the urge to play it. So I mean this really just has doesn't have anything to do with me, but if you play Roblox and you're a fan of PewDiePie. I don't think you can really play Roblox anymore because they, they did Felix wrong. Fuck them. Thanks for stopping by, guys. Thanks for giving me a listen. Be sure to check me out on all social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat are the ones I use the most. Uh, that's facebook.com slash thisweekmediocrity. And then Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat are all TWIM podcast. No spaces. Hit me up on any of those if you have any questions or comments. Don't really care about your concerns, so hold those. Hit me up if you want to be included in the outro. Hit me up if you want to send me some gameplay from my YouTube channel that's in the works. I promise, guys, it's in the works. I know I keep saying that, but it really is. Trust me. Shoot me an email or a message thisweekinmediocrity at gmail.com if you want to just chit-chat or bullshit or if you 
find an article you think may fit into the agenda or an article that caught your eye that you might think caught mine too or will catch mine send it my way any help i'll take any kinds of help you as you know by now i cover video game news entertainment news social media news and other news stories that catch my attention if you found a news story that's like that dude that choked out the fucking mountain lion last week something sick like that send it my way on any any of my social media accounts or or even on my email just hit me up guys even if you want to just chit chat or whatever or play some fucking games or something ask me for my fucking gamer tags and all my fucking shit i got steam origin you play all that xbox one if you want to hit me up play a couple games or whatever let's do that i just got cracked on three on xbox one gonna be playing that after this so until next week shut your mouth get fucked and stay mediocre thank you for tuning into thank you for tuning in thank you for tuning into 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 thank you for tuning in thank you for tuning in thank you for tuning in to this week in mediocrity this week in mediocrity this week in mediocrity this week in mediocrity this week in mediocrity